very special guest on the pod. We have a Ryan Kosey. He's fighting Gilbert Urbina on May 20th at UFC Fight Night. Let's get right into the video. So we have like a lot of like, I guess, like high school and like, you know, middle school athletes that watch this. So how did you get into like MMA of all the sports? Mm, I grew up always liking sports. I grew up as an athlete, you know, made sure my schoolwork was done, but definitely want to do something when it came to athletics. And um, I just remember growing up wrestling all the time. And then whenever my brother and I were at our, like, you know, our dad's friend's house watching the UFC fight or the early pride fights, we'd always just put on the boxing gloves, start strapping. So, I mean, we just always liked fighting. Yeah. Was there, was there like a moment where you thought like this could be a career for you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Back in high school, I definitely wanted to do something with uh, more like collegiate wrestling or even like college football. But at D1, D2 levels, they're at the same time. And so it was kind of like uh, I had to make a choice. And I wanted to wrestle, but when I was going to work in state, they had my classes set at the exact same time as during the practices. So pretty much I got screwed on that end of the stick. And so I decided, you know what, I'm done with the whole entire uh, college sports. I'll just get right into fighting. Because yeah. my brother, he already that time, so I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go fight." Oh, that, no, that's awesome. So then you, you know, you were on Dana White's like contender series. I want to talk about what what was that experience like being on that. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, honestly. Uh, it was definitely bigger than anything we ever did at the time, and to be able to do it together on the same card was definitely a huge, uh, a huge plus. I definitely think it influenced the way that we looked at the sport as a whole especially with the whole entire aspect of like the cameras are right there on you versus I was used to maybe having cameras like film me walking into the cage, staying outside the cage. But then, you know, you have to do all like the makeup, like to get yeah. ready, not for the fight, but like for the interviews. Yeah. Um, you know, just walking out to the cage, they're right there in your face. So you got to make sure you don't trip on those wires. Yeah. And having that is a whole different aspect to it as well, but I've gotten used to it. Yeah, do you think like having like the contender series and you know stuff like that, it's really like helped grow you know UFC to what it is and what it can become more, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know we've seen how uh, in most sports people want more. People yeah. love sports, so having more fights all year round, it definitely helps out. Yeah. So when you're like running a camp like how do you how do you run your camp because i know you're a personal trainer like how does that work in with your schedule and different things uh i just make my schedule work around my training uh -huh. so um i'll train two or three times a day and then i'll make sure i train about four or five clients a day and then sometimes i'm fortunate enough to where sometimes my clients want to train with me so it just depends on all what's going on um yeah. and what for that said day uh, yeah, so I know there was a thing back where it was like with your weight. So like, what is your like diet when you're you know cutting? And like, what weight do you like walk around when you're like for a fight? Uh, typically, I like to I like to walk around like two months out, about one ninety five to two hundred. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of strength and conditioning. That way, I can like increase my muscle mass and my endurance. But one of the things about increasing your muscle is also makes it harder for the weight cut, right? So I changed my diet a little bit. With that light, uh, last weight cut, too, though, that one just – that one sucked. I got that COVID shot a couple of months before, yeah. and 
uh, yeah, I was just getting sick on and off. So I was fortunate to be able to fight. But even after that fight, I got sick for like a lot. Like I was maybe sick three days out of the week, almost every week or every other week. You were on like the Nunez Pena car. I imagine that was probably an insane experience. Can you talk about your fight with Mike Diamond? Yeah, uh, it was it was a um, fun experience. I was just more so focused on like trying to get that weight cut because, like I said, I didn't feel bad during the weight cut. It was just the fact that the weight wasn't coming off, so I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up missing by that pound and a half, and the recovery was bad. Everything was bad, so I just told myself, I'm not pulling out because they almost my manager and the Dodgers they wanted to pull me out. Hey, this guy's body shutting down. I was like, nah, like let me recover. And uh, I didn't fully recover. <laughs> I was still feeling like shit, but I mean, I went through all that work, all that training, and so did he. And that was the third time we've had that fight. And it wasn't like, you know, I didn't get postponed. I'm already there in Dallas. So, you know, I just told myself, go out there, do your best. Yeah. And I saw yeah. like a lot of during that, like you really weren't able to sleep. And like there were just a lot of things that were going into, you know, all that to add to diversity, I guess. Yeah, man, I was uh, puking and shitting my guts out right after um, the weight cut. I literally, whatever I took in, it was coming right out violently. And then my body was starting to shut down. I had to put myself in a hot shower because my body temperature was dropping. And then um, I had to turn it down to a cold shower because uh, instead of, like, warming up, it was just making it drop. So I just turned on the cold shower to try to force my body to increase its temperature. And then, yeah, just... Kind of pretty much just slept a lot after that and tried to recover the best I could. But, yeah, no, this uh, this next time I'll be a lot better. I was actually sick for the most of the holidays. and I wanted to fight in January and February, but that didn't pan out the way I wanted to. So I'm fortunate enough to be able to fight next month. Yeah, so you're fighting on May 20th, right? So like, what's your expectation for the fight? Uh, to go out there and dominate. I want to be out there fully healthy. I mean, the last two fights that I've had, you know, nerve damage in one with neck injury. And then after that recovered, I've been, you know, sick and uh, with another fight. And uh, yeah, no, this time I'm going to go in and, well, you know, yeah, I'll go to hopefully have a, a full 100% healthy body going into this fight. I haven't had a 100% healthy body since I fought, uh, what's his name, on Contender Series. Yeah, so you, you're, you know, everything you're talking about is, like, it's different adversity, I guess, you have to, like, go through. Like, what's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself through going through all this? I just keep pushing, man. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to keep doing it, you got to find a way to do it, right? So, that's all I can say. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, because I know, I saw you, you're a Raiders fan. Now, are you a Kings fan? Uh, I don't really care about basketball. I remember when Kobe died. I can tell you the exact like where I was and all that stuff when he died. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with basketball. But I'm happy for all my family and friends that are Kings fans. I know that they're going to be watching the game here, and I'll probably end up watching it with them. Either that or like that way I can go enjoy the day. Like it's nice weather out here right now, so I'll probably just go for a hike or something. Yeah. So you you watched the draft, I assume. So like, what were your thoughts on the draft for the Raiders? I like some of the picks. Um, I really like the first two picks that we have. Yeah. After that, I kind of don't understand why we drafted a receiver when we don't need a receiver. I get he's a speed guy, but, you know, hopefully he proves me wrong. Yeah. But I also think that there's a possibility that he's 5'8", 
he's a speedster, but that kind of reminds me of like Hunter Renfro in a, uh, a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's there to replace Hunter Renfro. Um, the QB decision, I know Purdue fans like him, but yeah. I'm a Michigan Green fan, so I can tell you right now, we fucking that guy's not that good. But, yeah, I can tell. I'm a Buckeye but, fan, so uh, yeah, I've seen Purdue fair share. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, he he really isn't that good of a quarterback, but then again, no quarterback's gonna be good when you don't have a good offensive line. I mean, take a look at Josh Allen. It took him what two years for the Bills to build him an offensive line. Yeah. And for him to play book in that schematic that they teach, and he just came out and dominated. So, I mean, we got rid of Derek Carr yeah. or version of Derek Carr from the Niners and then just picked up another version of Derek Carr from Purdue. So, I'm not really sure what the point of getting rid of Derek. But yeah. Yeah, there's really no point. And then you guys you guys could have got Kiwi Ringo. I saw you tweet about that, too. Ah, dude. Don't He's a dog. Start. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> he was right there. Yeah. But again, there's there's a couple of people, um, like Moss out of uh Iowa. Yeah. He's a quarterback. I wanted him, but it is what it is. You know, that's why I'm a fighter. I'm not in the back of the uh UFC or the NFL office trying to help determine what players are the best. But it is what it is. Hopefully this uh office and management that we have for the Raiders can help turn this team around because last year Pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Browns fan, so, you know, I'm used to this stuff by now. Um, so I got two more questions. I always do this. So that you had a fight in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Do you remember that fight? What can you tell me about it? Yeah. So that was uh, <laughs> one of my first fights. Uh, <laughs> so Stevens Point is a small little town in Wisconsin. It's not a bad little one either, but – um. Can't remember. Is Stevens Point my first uh pro fight or is that my second? I think that was your second. It was in Izzy Williams. Do you remember that? You had a TKO no, no, in the yeah. first round. That was my first pro fight. Took my, yeah, my boy Tom Fallon went out there with me. Um yeah, I know. We got there. The food was okay. Everyone told us like after like the weight cut to go and try like the custard and the sushi. And I was like, I don't know about the sushi. Yeah. But the Sushi came like from fish from the lake. They're all just try the salmon and, and uh that that's pretty much what you want to try. And I was like, all right, I'll stick with that then. But uh yeah, small little town is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of good nature out there. They keep their parks really, really clean. And you can yeah. tell like a lot of animals out there. Yeah. Uh, deers and stuff, they'll kind of walk up to you because they're not really too mm -hmm. scared. Um, because they're all protected in those parks, which is actually yeah. kind of interesting thing. But yeah, I definitely remember that fight. Went out there. Um, that was the first round. Split his head open with a right elbow, and then I followed it up, and I actually ended up uh, splitting my elbow open, too, on his head. So, yeah, yeah cool. he was getting stitches. I was getting stitches, but I felt bad. I was like, damn. Well, I mean, that's the fight game. So, yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. So, last question. We always ask you, like, finish off. So, like, when your career is over down the line, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as a guy who goes out there and just puts on a performance for everybody. I definitely want to, you know, retire as a champion or a former champion, however it works out. I'm not going to sit here and say I'll never lose. I mean, I already have one loss. Yeah. Uh, I just got to be smart about when I take those fights. Am I fully healthy? Am I, you know, recovered and stuff like that? But 
there's no excuses for the loss or the missed wake up. I just gotta get that shit done. That, that's the name of the game at any professional level. You just gotta get your shit handled. So that's what I had to do. Um, figure out ways to work around those uh, mistakes and errors learned. That's all it is, you know, mistakes and errors, and you learn from them. You become a better person, a better athlete from them. So I definitely want to go down as one of those guys people talk about, they remember, but I also uh, could care less. I mean, as long as, you know, I got kids looking up to me and looking at me like a role model, I'm just going to do what I can to make sure that I support them the best I can because I remember being a kid and wanting to look up to certain role models but never being able to meet too many of them. Mm-hmm. But when I go because all my little cousins are like all their little friends, oh man you're the fighter and i'm like yeah that's right and they're all we want a photo and I'm like, all right cool and it feels cool yeah. but i like being able to teach them a little bit about like wrestling or boxing why it's important to keep the grades up and not to make you know a lot of the mistakes that most people are making nowadays especially with like most youth they're easily um persuaded yeah. by today's media influences like right. tiktok Instagram, facebook all that stuff with these different challenges and they think that, you know, the next trend is the way to go. But it's like, nah, just be yourself. Yeah. You know, whatever. Make sure you be yourself. If all your friends are making fun of you because you're not following the new trend, they're not really your friends. Like, yeah. you got to think about that. So, yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know I'll be watching on May 20th. Me and my buddies every Saturday go to a bar and watch, watch the fights. So, I'll be rooting, rooting for you then. So, I appreciate it and, um, you know, stay in touch and hope to have you on sometime soon. Yep. Um, after this fight, I'll try to uh, make sure my schedule's open. I usually do about two days where I don't talk to anybody um, unless I have to. So, yeah. but hopefully this time uh, I don't have to talk to anybody the day after just because I, I'm going to be on the flight back home super early yeah. in the morning. Right. Right. And then uh, pretty much right back to training and then hopefully go and hit like uh disc golf or golf. Or even the lake. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it again. Well, and, you know, thank you. Yep. Hey, thank you, Luke, for having me. Uh, take care. And uh, hopefully, you guys end up watching me with another uh, victory. Keep the stream going.